All right, buddy. <laughs> we are live. Welcome in. Latest episode of that SEC podcast brought to you by Twisted T and my bookie. I'm your host, Michael Bratton. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter. And I'm joined as always by my cousin Shane, who goes by Big Orange Vols on Twitter. What's up, yo, Tennessee Homer? <laughs> hey, buddy, what's going on? Yeah. Oh, party foul. Let us know if you can see us. Let us know if you can hear us. I know you probably get tired of me saying that, but we literally have no idea. Speaking of C, are they on? Well, it was, oh, was probably go. waiting. I don't want to wait these <laughs> valuable words. Find out we can't hear the it. bookworm, cousin Professor <laughs> Shane over here. <laughs> I got you right here, buddy. Yeah, man. Look how smart I look, huh? Go be. Can, can they hear us? We got to check. Anybody? Uh, they can hear. Yeah, they can. We can see you. We can hear you. Yeah, they got oh, us. Good. Appreciate right. you. I figured I'd make smarter picks moving forward if I just looked a little smarter. Mike. Zachary says he likes the glasses. Yeah. Look. There you go. You know, uh, do you remember Muschamp when he wore the glasses? That became a thing mm-hmm. after they beat Georgia. It's like they've not lost since he's wore the glasses. So I'm trying that with my picks now. So. So is it true? I mean, does do glasses just make you look smarter, or do you genuinely feel smarter when it comes well, specifically to making this lock of the week? That's what people want to uh, know. You know, now that you bring it up, I was reading poetry this morning, and <laughs> I said, you know. <laughs> Here's a good one from uh, Michael Kelly. Maybe he can see the lines better. Time to pick some winners. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely, man. I, I do. I feel smarter. Um, it's a little different. I'm not going to lie. It's the first day I've had these things, so I feel a little off-kiltered. Yeah. Uh, Everybody little... loves it, man. They're all in the comments. Not yeah, one well, negative comment. Nice. I appreciate that. Friend of the show, Billy Derrick, you know, over there at uh, Vandy yeah. Sports? Yeah. He says, Shane looks like a Vandy fan now. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. So, yeah, it's going to take some getting used to. Um, it's so funny because I just went for like a routine check because mm-hmm, I've never mm-hmm. not been in like years. And uh, I got some other stuff going on, and, and I just kind of wanted to get, get it over with. And I said, I'm just here to establish a baseline. I said, my eyes, my eyes are great. And the eye doctor looked at me and said, your eyes are okay. And I was like, what do you mean? And he goes, he like started talking about stigmatisms and whatever, whatever that means. He says, and and this right eyes, you know, little little jank. So he said, We're gonna have to give you these uh these four hundred dollar glasses, you know. So I was like, what kind of scam y'all running here, you know? But <laughs> I will tell you, I'm, I'm starting to adjust a little bit better, and uh hopefully in the long run it will uh it'll help me here. How about this comment, Shane from Jeffrey? Are those safety glasses or beer goggles? <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, man. All right. So, uh, man, another great weekend of mm. SEC action, Shane. Some upset potential. Yeah. Nothing but conference games. That's These are the weekends we love more than any other. So, you know, we're about to get into it, Shane, before we get into that. Of course, Got to let the listeners know. Prize Picks brought to you by Prize Picks. Head mm-hmm. on over to Prize Picks, put in that promo code SEC. They'll match your initial deposit, 100% initial deposit up to 100 bucks. So you could have 200 bucks in your Prize Picks account today with that promo code SEC. And Shane, we love these Prize Picks because they got the college football selection. They got them all covered, but yeah. specifically SEC. And do I got some winners? 
this week. You you ready for my prize picks? I, I love prize picks. And then one again, one of the things you talk about is you know you can put three in. You hit three, you win big. You hit yeah. two, you're out nothing. Right. So it's like long as you're you're batting five hundred, you know, or whatever. I'm not. And I okay, got four. Clearly, I'm not good at math. <laughs> and these things ain't working just yet. But I'm just saying, you know, you hit two out of three, you're gonna get your money back. You hit three, you're gonna make some cash money. So these are always fun. Right. All right. So right off the bat, yeah. I think you're gonna love this one. Yeah. Mr. Carson Beck, he's heating oh, up, brother. Yeah. He's on fire right Tore now. Tore up Georgia. Yeah. Or excuse me, Kentucky. Obviously, Georgia's quarterback playing Vandy this week. Mm-hmm. Technically a road game. Yeah. Really, it's a home game. Them dogs travel to Nashville. So versus Vandy, Vandy's got the number 122 pass defense efficiency in the country. Over, of course I'm going over, 290 and a half passing yards for Carson Beck. The only concern I have, Shane, yeah. and it's small, is that Kirby calls off the dogs and Carson only plays like the first half. Yeah. Because he that you know he may have two hundred eighty nine in the first half, and then they're like, yeah. But he, Kirby hates Vandy, so it's like they canceled that twenty twenty game since he lost to him first year. He don't pull up on Vandy, so I like the over two hundred ninety and a half passing yards for Carson Beck. That's risky, man. That's risky because again, what if they just run the entire time? You know, I mean, because they did establish a little bit of that last week. Georgia seems like more of a passing team I, to me. I know, I know. I'm just saying, there's that. I mean, you're talking 290 yards. That's going the length of the football field three times. I mean, are we going to throw that often against Vanderbilt? Maybe, maybe I see that happening. But again, what does that look like late in the third, early in the fourth? Is he even out there? You know, so yeah. uh, depends on how you feel this game's going to go down. But that's a risky one, Mike. I, I like it, but it's risky. How about this comment from Joe Barker, Shane? Yeah. Those are PPGs. Oh. Pregnancy prevention glasses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you married as long as I am. This is when you start start wearing these. Yeah. My, my daughter is like, you look like a papa, you know? I'm like, well, I kind of am now. You know what, though, Shane? I mean, it's... You're a hard man to argue against now with those glasses. Yeah. I just, I'm intimidated now. Like, yeah. <laughs> feel like you're talking to Paul Feinbaum again. Yeah. All right. How about this one, Shane? Devin Leary, Kentucky quarterback. Yeah. Under 232 and a half passing yards. How many? 232. I don't know. if Is this for two games? Is this three games? I don't know. But I don't have, you know, we try not to trash the players. I'm not trashing them. Yeah. I'm just saying I am not confident in him to hit the over against Missouri. If Kentucky has a big game, if they beat Mizzou, it's going to be Ray Davis. Yeah. It's going to be the ground game. It's going to be defense. I do not think it's going to be Devin Leary shredding the Missouri secondary. So give me under 232 and a half passing yards for Devin Leary. Okay. Thoughts on that one? I can get behind that. I can get behind that. Because again, optimism, you're like, oh, yeah, he's going to do better than that. But how many weeks have we been saying that? So does he does he discover it this week against Mizzou, which, again, is a very, very tough defense, a sound defense? Right. Um, so, yeah, no, I can get behind this one. Okay, okay. All right. So far, two for two, Mike. What's the third one here? You ain't going to like it. Oh, turn, damn it. Anaya Smith, Agent Zero down there, A&M. Yeah. I'm not saying he'll go. Under three receptions. <laughs> Is that what you're thinking? I'm not saying he goes hog wild or anything, uh-huh. but this this was too tempting not to take over 55 and a half receiving yards mm-hmm. against some Tennessee balls because he's he's basically the go-to now at a yeah. I mean, they got some good options at AM, but Tennessee, good defense, great 
maybe that's a stretch, but near great run defense, at times questionable pass defense. Yeah. I think Anaya Smith gets 56 receiving yards or more. Thoughts on that? Yeah, I like that. Uh, and, and you know, we're going to get into this game here in a second, but I do think that they're going to look for quicker passes this mm-hmm. week to kind of take some of that right. pressure off, and and there's no one better than Anaya Smith. So I think that's a good safe bet. Shout out to uh, Danny. Shane, he's one of our best commenters. Last time Devin Leary played at Kroger Field, he had 69 passing yards. Oh, uh, and then I like this one from Jeffrey. Last time he played, I didn't have glasses either. With Shane's new glasses now, he thinks he can see into the future? <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one, Shane. Brian Thomas. Uh, yeah. LSU's got two outstanding receivers. Yeah, Malik Neighbors, I believe he's number two mm-hmm. in the SEC in receiving yards. Brian Thomas is fourth. I yeah. mean, he's he's right there with him. Mm-hmm. Give me Brian Thomas over... 69 and a half receiving yards against Auburn. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Malik Neighbors, I'd pick him too, but his was like 100 or something. So give me give me the option to 70 receiving yards for Brian Thomas. I think that, that I'm feeling pretty confident about that one. Yeah, I think so. I think so because, again, this is more of a gut check how you feel like the this game's going to go. And, and if it is still a little bit of a shootout toward the, the end of it, uh, yeah, I think that's a good safe – Safe bet. Neighbors gets all the attention anyway. I think that's kind of what's been helping. Uh, well, we're helping him get all these yards up right. to this point. But I mean, they're, they're just all glass comments. Is what know. they are saying. I get it. Chris Cobb. Damn it, cousin Shane looks like Doctor Shane. <laughs> <laughs> and Diva, that uh, another good one. Uh, he's he's no longer cousin Shane. He is Professor Shane. <laughs> Professor Shane. <laughs> what if though it just reverses everything? Because a lot of it people might. have made a ton of money off my picks but what if like i just wasn't seeing the lines right or if i wasn't you know smart enough to pick up the good bets and now i've just i figured it out you know Mm -hmm. i could reverse everything great point here from michael kelly as well shane is undefeated with his locks of the week while wearing glasses come on come on now oh i love this audience (laughs) all right we're gonna get into the games here shane before we do don't forget mybookie.ag Title sponsor of the show, new promotion over at MyBookie. It's called the 200 Cash Bonus. Shane, go over to MyBookie.ag today. Sign up with that promo code, that S-E-C, T-H-A-T-S-E-C. They're willing to give you 200 bucks instant cash today that you can wager with over at MyBookie.ag. And all the lines that we're referencing, the over-unders, they're all the lines over at MyBookie. So first up, Shane, and I'm going in order of the kickoffs. That's generally how we do yeah. it, but I'm saving one to the very end. Yeah, it's, it's know, a good game. It feels like game yeah. of the week here. But other than that, we're going in order of the kickoff. Shane, number one, Georgia. Yeah, at Vanderbilt, noon Eastern, eleven Central on CBS. Gary ain't going down to this no, one. He no. ain't gonna talk shit about Vanderbilt Stadium. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll get, get to, that to that in a minute. Yeah, over under fifty six total points. Georgia's won five in a row in this series. Of course, it would be six, but they canceled the COVID year. Last season, Georgia won 62-0, to and Georgia leads the all-time series 60-20 to with two ties. And uh, they recently announced Shane Ken Seals will start for Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. A.J. Swan is available. So we could see two quarterbacks here. It's an interesting strategy. Going, <laughs> I, I don't know what they're doing. See if it pays off, Mike. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I think that's where we're at with Vanderbilt right now. A little bit of turmoil. You know, it's been a tough season. Very yeah. tough season. I, I think you and I both had higher expectations for Vandy mm-hmm. potentially being a bold a bold team. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen this year, unfortunately. But you well, know, maybe the be? run starts now. No, you know, <laughs> you know who's going. I just again, I, I, if you want to hear negative, jump yeah. on yesterday's show when I talked about Vanderbilt. I'm not going to double down today, Mike, just because I look like a Vanderbilt student I, or professor I'm student. I've been a while since I've been to school, but <laughs> I will say this, Mike, Georgia Bulldogs figured it out last week. Absolutely. I mean, we've been waiting for this. We've been waiting for that moment when they just put a complete game together from start to finish. They did it when they beat the shit out of Kentucky Wildcats. I expect that to continue. Yeah. You know, one of the things that we've, the knock on Georgia in, in the earlier games this season was a slow, sluggish starts, you know, making games competitive that shouldn't have been and mm-hmm. people questioning if they should be the number one team in the country. But by God, Mike, I am back on the bandwagon. The Bulldogs are on a path to do something that's never been done, winning three natties back to back to back. And they don't get there by keeping a team like Vanderbilt in it. This yeah. is not going to be close at all. This is going to be an absolute bloodbath. And that's why I was a little worried about your prospects mm-hmm. because I expect them to jump out on them early. And then maybe early third quarter, we won't even see Beck. He'll be on the sideline. So the over under on this game is 56. And I've got Georgia scoring 56 of those. Oh. Vanderbilt does get a score though. The first one they've had in 10 years, <laughs> give them seven, Georgia 56, Vandy seven. Ooh, buddy. How about uh, Torn? This is another good comment, Shane. Mike, yeah, I think they'll win. Dr. Shane, indubitably. (laughs) (laughs) I concur. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I'm loving these comments. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I mean... I, don't, I mean, there's nothing to really say here. It's it's just how how many does Georgia want to win by? Mm-hmm. And the fact that they're rolling now, the fact that, uh, you know, it's all technically on the road, I, I think it's a more business approach. Right. And we've seen that. I mean, I think Georgia's even more impressive against Vanderbilt yeah. on the road than they are at home, as crazy as it, you know, even though they won by 60 points last, 62 points. Yeah. So I, I think a similar thing, I don't have it quite as crazy as you, I'm going 48-13. Georgia still covers. And the only only reason Vanderbilt gets 13 is because I do think Georgia call off the dog because they've been banged up. Yeah. It'd be kind of foolish to to leave your starters out for four quarters. I mean, certainly they're not going to do that. You know what I mean? So, uh, well, hell, I mean, Georgia's backups could be But their backups would be Vanderbilt starters. What about their third string, though? I mean, now we're talking maybe a little bit of a – Maybe. Maybe a competitive ball game. I don't know. I I just see Vanderbilt – I mean, they got some explosive. But we saw it against – Florida last week. Yeah. They, they had a couple splash, and I know this ain't Florida, but yeah. uh, I, I think they have enough players to make a player too. I really do. Well, I think too, getting backups doesn't always necessarily mean you got to take your foot off the gas. You yeah. know, I, I think you always want to prepare that, especially a team like Georgia that got hit, got riddled with injuries early in the season. We we have to know the next man up. Mm-hmm. So we don't want to come in here and him run some sort of vanilla-style offense. We want to keep foot down on the gas. And that's why I'm expecting a lot of points. I'm just not saying Beck's going to get them all. Right. All right, how about this matchup, Shane? Another nooner. Mm-hmm. Arkansas at number 11, Alabama. Yeah. Crimson Tide favored by 19.5 points. Noon Eastern, 11 Central on ESPN. So right after college game day, over under 46 and a half total points. Bama's won 15 in a row in yeah. this. That's crazy. Last season, they won 49-26 in Fayetteville. 
Bama leads the all-time series 23-8. Does Arkansas shock the world, Shane, and make us a competitive ballgame in pool? Oh man, I would love to say yes, Mike. In fact, this out of all the scores as I was predicting these, mm-hmm. this was the one that moved around the most. Because in my mind, you know, and I don't know if it's just I I just I I have this desire for Arkansas to succeed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I I, I again, I, I'm a I love the fans, I love the players, I love the coach. And I understand it as a volunteer fan, you know, it's like you understand what Arkansas has gone through and is going through, you know, and they want nice things, but they have a tough time finding them. They get close. You know what I'm saying? They get damn close. They have for the last three or four weeks. Now they'll, they'll get right there to the finish line, but they'll find a way to kind of screw it up. Yeah. And to think going on the road, to Tuscaloosa is is the place that that Arkansas decides to shine. You know, I'm not convinced of that right now. You know, I'm too smart for that. <laughs> but the reason that I changed my score a lot on this one is I at first I was expecting a close game. You know, KJ keeping them into it, shutting Jalen down. I mean, there's there's been some. There's been, like, I guess a little bit of a recipe on how to contain him mm-hmm. to a certain extent. Maybe they do that. Uh, maybe KJ puts him in a spot to to keep him within one or two scores. But then again, I think about the history of this game, and sometimes I believe they think Alabama's bigger than they are. Yeah. And, and that's why I don't think this one turns out to be too close. I do like – I think that's a lot of points for the spread – Mm-hmm. So I barely got Arkansas covering that, but give me Arkansas 16, a lot of field goals, Alabama <laughs> 35. Got a hell of a kicker. Uh, I was about to say, Cam Little, he's no joke, man. He can get it from 60 plus. Yeah. You know, they, I think they said the other day at practice he hit like a 68 yard or something. I say you get in his range, just go ahead and put it up. You know go ahead, because you might screw it up in the red zone. But you know what's crazy, Shad? I mean, I don't even feel like breaking this game down because it was, it was just depress me, but. I'm getting asked on these radio stations. You know, I do, I do a lot of radio shows and, and shows like that. Is Sam Pittman going to get fired this weekend? And I'm like, I mean, that that's crazy talk. Yeah. But I definitely understand why, you know, fans are pissed. Yeah. It's because they got a great fan base and they demand better than this. Yep. And, but at the same time, I mean, I don't think you're running a guy off for losing at Ole Miss. A&M, uh, at LSU, at Bama. I mean, you could face – they could go through these teams 100 times. Yeah. They're probably going to lose 95. You know what I mean? Right. Like, this is a tough gauntlet. So, if we get another month down the road and we're still losing, then then we're talking about, you know, the wheels falling off and all that. So, I say all that, Shane, to say I think they're still fighting this team. Mm-hmm. And I just threw up the stats. I mean, Arkansas is 114th in the country in running the ball. Mm-hmm. And this ain't exactly an easy defense to yeah. run. Up. So uh, this this one is going to get lopsided, I really do think. And it's going to amp up that pressure. And it's going to amp up that talk. But I don't think it should because yeah. I think you're just horribly mismatched. You're on the road. K.J. can't do it all. And I think K.J.'s pressing, clearly, because he's making mistakes out there. So this one's going to get ugly. But going back to... I think it was last last episode, Shane, we were talking. 
apologize. I, I, I told you, I can't, I can't remember. <laughs> done 40 shows. Since, right, since right. Then. But this game's going to tell us a lot yeah. about Alabama, and I don't think enough people are talking about it. They're uh-huh. just looking at it like easy win. We're, we're focused on LSU because that's the one we got. I think that's a mistake. Yeah. Because I think there's a real chance. I'm not saying South Florida Bama shows up, mm-hmm. but, I mean, Ole Miss was ugly. Yeah. I know they beat the hell out of Mississippi State, but if you watch that game, did they? I don't know. I, you know what I mean? Like, I think they could regress a little bit with mm-hmm. with idiots like me saying they're going to lose by two touchdowns. They're not getting that. You're right. So how does this team respond? I don't know. That That's going to be a big, big story, and I would not be stunned at all if this is a tight, tight ball game. Yeah. Now, that being said, Alabama 37, Arkansas 17. <laughs> I like Bama to cover. Yeah. I think I think you almost have to say that. But What is it now, 20? I thought it was 20. 19 and a half I got oh, it at. Okay. So yeah. I'm giving them a tw- just – by half, they're covering. Well, maybe I didn't cover it. I don't know. But <laughs> I, I just, I, I, I'm with you here. I, there's an opportunity for Arkansas to keep this close, but it really depends on does Alabama take their foot off the gas. And and there's always, you know, everybody talks about the hangovers after a tough loss, but sometimes you forget about a a tough win in a in a tough environment. You yeah. know, a lot of times you could come in if you're expecting a win it, to have that sluggish start. So. Just be careful if you're an Alabama fan. Don't be surprised if you look up at halftime and this thing's a three-point win right now, you know, or a three-point lead because it it could quickly change. And Arkansas has enough athletes on their roster to keep this game competitive. So, yeah. but, man, you talk about a monumental win. If Sam could pull this off, here we are talking about 20-point games, you know, to come out of there with a victory, that would be, that'd be huge. They need a big one, man. They yep. need a big win. All right, how about um, next on the docket here, Shane? Florida mm-hmm. at South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Big-time matchup. Neither one can really afford to lose this matchup. Gamecocks favored by two. 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central on the SEC Network. The over-under, 51.5 total points. Mm-hmm. Last year, Florida won 38-6 to in Gainesville. Florida leads the all-time series 30-10. to and a little bit of injury news here for the for the Gators, Shane. Their center, Kingsley Nguakin, he's out. Tight end, Jonathan Odom, out. Receiver, Andy Jean, out. But they're getting right tackle, Austin Barber. Safety, Miguel Mitchell. And most importantly, running back, Trevor Etienne. They all missed yeah. against Vanderbilt. Those guys are all back. So it's a, it's a little bit of a mixed bag there for, for Florida on the injury front. Who do you like in the ballgame? No, this is going to be a good one, man. And I think it was it was a huge surprise last year how this 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 game played out. Mm-hmm. Um, now I, I don't think South Carolina is going to be overlooked. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They call it Cocktober for a reason, Mike. It's going to be loud. <laughs> it's going to be rowdy, and they cannot wait to whoop up on them Florida Gators again. You know, uh, let me ask you, Mike. Over under eight hours of sleep. What do you think Billy gets the night before? <laughs> We're going eight. What do you think? Over, under? Yeah, it, I'll just say this, Shane. I mean, if if he wants his team to uh, get some sleep, yeah, just just tell him, go to YouTube, type in Billy Napier Press Conference. <laughs> Those guys will be under be in out 10 minutes. You know? That's right. If, if it doesn't work out for him, he needs to hook up with that Calm app, you know, and just have his own channel. He could just read stuff because Billy will put you out. But, Mike, you know what will not put us out is ETN. I think that was something that – 
you know, we didn't get to see last week, but it's such a big piece of this Florida Gator offense. And and the Florida Gators can only go if the running game goes. We've seen it with Utah. We've seen it with Kentucky. If they have trouble getting the ball going. And the one thing that South Carolina is terrible at mm-hmm. is stopping the run. So naturally, you just think this plays into the Florida uh, wheelhouse. But, Mike, I'm telling you right now, the best two and three team resides in Columbia, South Carolina. And even though he's been shat on, I still think they got one, if not the top two, three quarterbacks in the country. Yeah. South Carolina is, is a force to be reckoned with. And I know you're looking at the record. You say, Shane, you're an idiot. No, I got glasses on now. I'm the smartest guy in this room. (laughs) And I'm telling you right now, there's no way that South Carolina loses to the Florida damn Gators. I'm not locking it. I've done lock South Carolina too much. I'm going to go easy on them this time, but I've got a big win here. 31, Florida, 21. 31, 21. Oh, mm-hmm. God. Why do you hate Billy Napier? I don't hate Billy. I, you know, I don't hate anybody. Yeah. But ah, Florida still deserves better. You know, I'm just telling you. I say it like it is. Florida Gators could be they should always be in consideration of the top 10 teams in the country. They got everything. And now it feels like this coach is kind of holding them back at times. Mm -hmm. So does he take that step forward? I don't know. But the man has trouble on the road. I'm sure you got a stat for that. Oh, yeah. Right here. I I was ready, brother. (laughs) Billy Davis. Speaking of numbers. (laughs) (laughs) One and seven away from the the swamp. Yeah. How about this? Shane Beamer, 11 and four at Williams-Brice Stadium. I mean, this, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Two weeks to prepare. Tricks up air sleeves. Big problem, though, that I got with your score, Shane. Yeah. Too many points. Too many. We got the 13th most efficient offense versus the number 14. Yeah. But, you know, I don't, maybe that, maybe that changes this weekend. But, God, this, this feels like a crossroads for both. And it could go either way, Shane. Mm -hmm. I'm torn on this one because I think if Florida can run the ball at will, and we've seen South Carolina, they give up some big runs. Particularly Tennessee, I'm thinking of. Uh, I mean, they'll they'll win this game mm-hmm. if they can run the ball. If they can't, <laughs> I mean, I I don't think they got a prayer to beat anybody if yeah. they can't run the ball. Right. So uh, that's that's kind of the focus of this game. But I I just think this is, sounds crazy because we're we're so down on on Billy Napier and, and everything. I think Florida's got the better team. Yeah. I because I think Spencer and Leggett. I mean, they're You're just talking rosters, right? Yeah. Just, right. Right. Yeah. Spencer and Leggett are playing at a phenomenal level. Right. But with the injury South Carolina has, it it just seems like they're those guys are carrying the team, putting them on their back, so to speak. And I don't know. I, I think Florida's got more balance, but with the two weeks to prepare, we're gonna we're gonna get that Cocktober magic. Yeah. We're gonna get that beamer ball. They're gonna have something Florida's been awful on special teams. Yeah, it's like kinda, awful. Yeah. So you know Beamer and Pete Limbo in the back of their head, they're they got a couple things cooked mm-hmm. up where they, them Gators will cut, be caught with their pants down. So I almost Honda Morristown this thing. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think it's because it can go either way. But I'm right there with you, but I, I'm lower points. South Carolina, 24. Yeah. Florida, 20. And I think old Billy. All right. So we both. He, he's going to have. We, we both got Florida losing here. He's going to have some tough, tough questions to answer, I think. 
If he loses this one. If he loses it, because, again, you look at the remaining schedule and you're trying, you're trying to find your six wins. And South Carolina is one that Gator Nation has penciled in. You know, they're listening. Right? They may not be listening now. They may have logged off because we both – well, I don't know. We double-cursed it, you know. So, I mean, Ooh. that could – there could be something there. Double cousin be, curse? Ooh. South Carolina's like, Florida, go it. cash them checks. We're you the know? best two and four team in the country. <laughs> no, I, I, I will say this about the Florida Gators. Actually, let me ask you. Uh-huh. We, since we both got them losing, what would they need to do to win this game? Florida? Yeah. Because it's close. We, I mean, I got 10. You got, what, two, four? Yeah. So. I mean, the defense has been a lot better than I thought. Uh-huh. Keep that going. Get after Spencer. I think that's critical. Kind of yeah. like Tennessee. Kind of like Georgia in the second half. Mm-hmm. Uh, North Carolina obviously was nine sacks. I mean, that's yeah. ridiculous. Uh, you, you know, it continue to expose South Carolina's offensive line. That'll be critical. Uh, shore up on special teams, Shane. Mm-hmm. They whooped South Carolina's ass last year. Yeah, and that and that was when I think it was when Beamer came out and was like, you know, y- y'all need to choose some joy around here. You mm-hmm. know, and it was South Carolina. What are we doing here? Yeah, and then they turn around and. They beat some orange team six to three thirty eight, and everybody <laughs> forgot about that. You know what I mean? So there, there's revenge for South Carolina, but there's also, I would, I would have to think there's confidence by the yeah. Florida Gators saying, we whooped the shit out of this team last year, uh-huh. and all they did is they turn around and beat two top five teams. Yeah. So we can, we got this team's number, and if they if they beat them here, I would agree. I think they got. That's what I'm saying. I don't think this is a. Blowout by any means. I mean, I think it's a 50-50 game. Mm-hmm. And I'm basically just going with South Carolina because they've had two weeks to prepare, and it's at home. And I think it'll be a close fourth-quarter game. And we all know williams Bryce. What a house of horror yeah. that can be for visiting teams, particularly later in the evening. And by the end of the game, it will be the fourth quarter. So mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just leaning that way just for that. All right. All right, man. It's going to be a hell of a matchup. All right. How about Auburn? At number 22, LSU, Tigers. Well, they're both Tigers here. <laughs> i got to be a little bit more specific. Them LSU Tigers, Shane, favored by 11 points, 7 Eastern, 6 Central on ESPN, mm-hmm. over under 60 total points. Last season, LSU won 21-17. It was back and forth affair. LSU leads the all-time series 32-24 with one tie. Which Tiger? <laughs> you like in the ball game? Uh, again, I, I I run a couple scenarios through my through my mind here, and one of which is Hugh Freeze coming out here and playing like he wants, slow, methodical, just take his time, mm. keep the clock moving, keep the chains moving, try to keep it out of Daniel's hands. I mean, that's that's the it sounds simple, but that's the recipe to to beat LSU or at least hang in there. And I feel like that's what we're going to be doing as an Auburn Tiger is just hanging on for dear life. Because once that gets going, once once Jaden gets fired up, neighbors gets fired up, Thomas gets fired up, Diggs gets fired up, mm. you cannot, you can't stop them. This it's an absolute machine. Right. And we've seen it week in, week out. I tried to predict the same scenario last week with Mizzou and then it, punched me in the mouth with 40 points. So, <laughs> brother, I feel like this is what's going to happen. It's going to be similar to some of the games we've seen in the past where it may be tight for a while, maybe in the first half. But once they start getting more than one score, on the, once it's two-score lead, 
LSU is going to open this thing wide open because Auburn's going to be forced to play downfield, and when they can't move the chains, which they're going to have a tough time doing anyway. Uh, Wait, LSU, before you give your pick, sorry, yeah. I, I hate to cut you off, but I just I I'm heard this to today. It. I'm used to it. Yeah, <laughs> I heard this today. I, w- I wanted to throw it your way. Auburn, he's he's biased. Yeah, but Takeo Spikes. Yeah. SEC Network analyst. Mm-hmm. He's picking Auburn to win outright. Does that does that change anything? Well, if he were in this room, that <laughs> kick my ass, you know. <laughs> but he's not, so no, it's not going to change at all. LSU's going to kick the shit out of Auburn. Oh Mike. no! What do you think of that, Takeo? We got the same size neck. <laughs> uh, I've got. Let's see, LSU forty nine. Auburn, 21. I think it's close at half, but like I said, once this thing, once this baby starts rolling downhill, they're just not going to be able to keep up with LSU. Wait a second. 49 to 21. 21, yeah. And the spread's 11, and this ain't your lock? No. I mean, my God. Why not a 60-point game, but no confidence in it, you know? I mean, I I get it. but That's that's a weird one. My only concern. And this is where I thought you were going with your lock. Was it? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. No, I thought about it. I did think about it. But, I mean, I, to say I, it's Hugh, it's the Hugh factor. Two weeks to prepare for this game. Does LSU come in sluggish like they did with Mizzou? Because, again, they expect to win. And Auburn surprisingly does stick in there. I I, I said all that stupid stuff earlier yeah. to just to get Takeo going, which he's not going to watch this. But if he does, just to let him know, I'm a huge fan. Should have went to Tennessee, but whatever. But I, I will say this. I just, that little question mark, that little wild card is why I'm afraid to do anything with Auburn because I still got question marks about this, this squad. When you could go to toe-to-toe with the Georgia Bulldogs, when you can go to toe-to-toe with Texas A&M, why can't you go toe-to-toe with LSU? I, I think that could happen. So right. I am afraid. It's, it's a scenario in my mind. Like it's going to be either close or it's going to be a blowout. So I'm just, it was a coin toss for me on which way it went. And the way I've seen LSU play here the last few weeks, I'm going to put my money on LSU. Well, this is maybe this is the best comment yet, Shane. You said the dentist needs his dental chair back. <laughs> you, can, you can look a little bit like a dentist. I see it now. But um, let me ask you this. Uh huh. Because I've been thinking about this all week, too. Yeah. Because I, I, when I see this being a close game, I think a little bit is the history of the series. A little bit is Hugh, such a good coach. Mm-hmm. Two weeks to prepare. We saw him against Georgia. They gave Georgia their toughest test of the season. Of course, that wasn't Jordan mm-hmm. Jordan Hare Stadium, so maybe there's there's something to that. But what are the odds? And it sounds like you you'd buy into this that LSU righted some wrongs last week. I think I could mistaken with this exact stat but i think missouri's final eight possessions they only scored twice yeah it was it's either six or eight but whatever i mean that's for lsu that's outstanding yeah, you know what i mean so they, they got some stops uh they they had their backs again if they had they lost at missouri mm-hmm. and i'm this is not discrediting missouri at all but if they lost to missouri lsu's done yeah their their chances in the west were done chances to win the west you get that one on the road backs against the wall what are the odds LSU kind of righted some things, figured a little bit out on defense, mm-hmm. ha- figured out how to get some stops, and they're about to go on a roll. And I have to believe you you kind of believe that, given 49-21. You, you think that's realistic? Yeah, yeah, I do. I really do. And, and again, that's, it's, it's just a team that 
I never thought they could put 40 points up against Mizzou. Mizzou's got a really good defense, you know, Mm -hmm. but they did. And they continued to do it. It's just this offense is that good. And I I was just so bullheaded. I didn't want to convince myself that 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 could happen. Yeah. How about this comment, Shane? LSU's offense Mm -hmm. is like a brand new Lamborghini with Professor Shane driving. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to get tired of these guys. These are great. But, yeah, I mean, I could see a lot of what – and maybe I think I think I might have been brainwashed a little bit by how, how good they looked against Georgia. Yeah. Because I think they just caught Georgia with their pants down. Mm-hmm. I think they did some things that Georgia had not seen and was not ready for. Yeah. And they got them two or three times on some big runs, and now now that's on film. Yeah. So what wrinkles do they come up with? But uh, so I'm kind of right there with you, even though I gave you all that hell. Yeah. I, I don't think it's quite as big of a blowout. But Jaden Daniels, Malik Neighbors, Brian Thomas, prize pick selection, uh, Diggs at running back, Logan Diggs, three straight 100 yard games. Yeah. He he's kind of been the X factor, I think. Right. Giving them that balance behind a veteran, experienced offensive line. Absolutely. They're just so difficult to stop. So I like LSU. I like them big too. LSU 35. Auburn 20. Not as big as you, yeah. but enough to cover the spread. I think LSU's heating up. And I've heard some people say, God, their their SEC chances are are over. Yeah. And that's not how I see it, brother. Mm-hmm. They're still alive. Still alive. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before it's made with real brewed tea and picks a flavorful punch five percent alcohol and no carbonation delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion no need to settle for the usual twisted tea turns up any occasion especially when you're cheering on your favorite sec team twisted tea the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love of college football keep it twisted all right, Shane, how about this one? We got, we're getting into the night games here now. Mizzou at Kentucky. Hell of a matchup here, Shane. Two five and one teams. Kentucky favored by two and a half points at home. 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central on the SEC Network. The over-unders, 50 and a half total points. Mm-hmm. Kentucky's won two in a row in the series. Last year, they won at Mizzou 21-17. And Kentucky leads the all-time series 9-4. to Sorry, we just hired an intern. <laughs> Thank you, Noah. Oh, man. Well, figured we can't talk about locks of the week if I don't get me a nice cold oh, beer. No. Mm. I, I may have to change my pick on this one. Yeah, you didn't lock this one, did you? Did you lock this game? We're about to find out. All right. Well, here it is. Before I have to apologize to somebody, Mike, this game, it feels like we're going to f- – there's there's question marks floating around both of these programs. Kentucky, we were both high on them and mm-hmm. Mizzou last week, and we're trying to figure out are they legit or – are they duped? Did they dupe us? You know? Yeah. Are we going to find out this week? I think this is where a little bit of that separation in the East, you know, because there's a real race for that number two spot, potentially number one, but definitely number two in the East. And I believe it's going to come down to which way one of these teams goes. And 
everybody knows I have been so super high on Mizzou. I mean, that offense, what they did last week was damn right impressive. Mm-hmm. What they've been doing the last few weeks, Cook is cooking. They're everything. It's just Luther is is the king of SEC receivers right now. And I know there's a lot of people that they've all got their favorites, but you've just not watched a Mizzou game. Luther is unreal. I mean, this guy is an absolute beast. And Kentucky's going to get a full dose of it this oh week. Oh, my God. Drink's going to be DMing me any minute. Well, I got my drink glasses on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say this about Kentucky. They had a terrible performance last week, yes. But if you really watch that game, watch it again. They were close. They were close to continuing drives. I think they, so. They were close to to making some big plays. They were close to keeping this game close. They just kept shooting themselves in the foot on the road. It's easy to do. But, Mike, you know what's not easy to do? Mm. Win in Lexington. Yeah. That place gets – it's probably like – Gary probably would just – I can only imagine the comments he would say about Kroger Field. But I'm telling you right now, it's a, it's a tough – place to play and i think mizzou's a little butt hurt man and i am too as a quote-unquote mizzou fan last week was a heartbreaker but a lot of times it's tough to continue and get back on the wagon but kentucky does this week mikey Ooh. i'm telling you right now kentucky gets back to that running game leary gets back to, i i believe that leary takes the step forward he's close Cohen, he dialed up a beautiful play. I mean, it, it was like artwork watching him in Georgia. Even though they, you're looking at the scoreboard, you're like, Shane, what are you talking about? It was there. Yeah. They put it together this week in Lexington. So my lock goes to Big Blue Nation, Kentucky Ooh. 35, Mizzou 21. Lock her down. Oh, my God. <laughs> thank you, Shane. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Help Mizzou Nation or. They're celebrating in the mansion. Eli just jumped in someone's, <laughs> someone's arms again. <laughs> oh, Ollie's pissed. He may never watch us again. Ollie, come on now. <laughs> this guy, Glasses Shane, Professor Shane, has never missed on a lock. Ooh, man. Why do you hate Kentucky now? I don't hate Kentucky. I just told you they're going to win. Yeah, well, the, I yeah. mean, they're in the mansions, they're like, well, we just they lost. They think that. But see, now, if I would have said... Oh, damn, I am blind. I can't see shit. <laughs> I can't. I took this off. I'm like a blur. I do look like a thumb, you know? <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Let me get those back on. These are working. I guess they were worth it. But yeah. that's why I'm, I don't even know where I was going with that, Mike. But I'm telling you right now, for the listeners, I just took my glasses off and realized I am blind. Yeah. But I will say this, brother. I believe Kentucky is on the verge. They have got it, man. They they have got a, a – this is a good team. They they match well together. They both are going to have good defenses in this game. They both got great quarterback play at times. And, and I believe the running game – I'm giving the edge a little bit toward Kentucky. It's just the home field advantage now. Right. And I think that's the thing we, we overlook sometimes. But this season, it's been a big factor. Comment of the night so far, Jesse James – Stoops asking for money, and now this <laughs> Kentucky may never recover. <laughs> oh, I saw one. I, I'd love to give him a shout out, uh, but I, he had a homeless sign. Did you see that one? And it was Mark yep. Stoops holding it, saying, "You want good players? Then pay me," or something along those lines. Ooh, 
Ooh, it's going to be a hell of a game, Shane. We said it earlier in the week. Kentucky, 4-1 and one against the spread yeah. as a home favorite or less. Uh, a home favorite of a field goal or less since 2019. And they've won those in lo- by double digits, four mm-hmm. four of them. So you may be 100% right, Shane. This is uh, on paper. This is probably the second, maybe the best matchup. But, but at, le- at worst, the second best matchup on paper in the SEC. The number two defense, the number nine. Uh, Kentucky's got the number two defense scoring efficiency. Mizzou's got the number nine defense mm-hmm. offense. Mizzou eight, Kentucky six on defense. So, hell of a matchup, Shane. But I finally understand one those of numbers us, now. There's one of us, man, <laughs> that has not turned his back on them Missouri Tigers. Come on, Shane. <laughs> big time edge, I think, at quarterback. Yeah. With Brady Cook. You said it yourself. Receivers, big time edge. Yeah. Mizzou. Yes. And, you know, Missouri, till last week, elite against the run. Yeah. If they can stifle Ray Davis, force Devin Leary to beat him, yeah. I think they win. I think they win, Shane, in Kentucky. And, and I don't know, I'm getting some bad vibes, Shane. Now, after losing that game, coach getting called out, I've seen assistant coaches, Shane, that they're, they're on social media begging fans to show up, saying, you know, we lost one game. You still got to come out. It's like we're we're at this point already. Really? With the Kentucky Wildcats, five and one on Where the season. Where did you see this? Oh, you know who it was. Who's the most vocal Kentucky assistant? No, Vince. Yeah, he's been all over it. We need your sport. No. Come on out, like get out. Oh my They're god, not like, selling tickets at Walmart again, are they? <laughs> huh? Uh, they ain't doing that. Damn. No, Maybe I think I changed my pick. I think Mizzou. Hell, they were up twenty-two-seven. I think against yeah. LSU. They. I don't want to say gave that one away because that's not fair to LSU. They took it. But mm-hmm. they were a player or two away from winning that football game against a very good team. A team we just said could win the SEC West. Yeah, They're not favored to do it, but they still could. Mm-hmm. So that's not a bad loss, I don't think. Kentucky, getting their ass whooped. I, I get it. Georgia's elite. Yeah, Georgia's right. a team to beat. So maybe that's not a bad loss either. But the fashion in which it happened was horrible. Mm-hmm. And I see potential... For a downslide here. You lose this one. Season's not over, but you got some tough, tough games coming yeah. up. Including Tennessee, who owns you. Bama, which owns just about everybody. So, must win for Kentucky. Must win. I will say, or are you, I don't want to interrupt you, but. <laughs> I, was, I, was, in I was right at the climax, I, but go I, ahead. Who are you? Go ahead. Go ahead. The, okay. I'm just saying. You know, the one thing, and we talked about this earlier this week about Mizzou, it's like, look at the opponents, you know, LSU defense. We can't say one show that LSU defense is the worst defense in the SEC and then give Mizzou all the credit for how efficient their offense is. You know, what, Memphis, Kansas State? You know, where's the elite tough, elite? Yeah, where's the tough defense? You know? Yeah. I think this is the toughest defense that they're gonna face. And, you know, I was a little I don't know, I, I don't want to say distraught, but you know, Beck was dialed in, but he had a lot of time. Yeah. And, and one thing that I think they're gonna correct this week, and you can't do it with Cook, is give him time. So I expect more pressure from Brad and company there. This is the, this is going to be the toughest match that Mizzou, and they're overlooking it, man. I see it. I, I follow a lot of Missouri fans. I, I love Mizzou fans, but a lot of them are super confident here, and I'm just afraid they're going to overlook how, how good Kentucky can be. Yeah. 
Great comment from Nima Shane. This, this is the best comment that doesn't involve Shane Glasses. Oh, all right. The only climax is going to be Ray Davis running all over the <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, but it. anyway, Shane, and I, yeah, I'm as confident as ever now. Yeah, you could sleep tonight. Dude. Lock of the week. Shit. Mizzou, 28. Kentucky, 24. The Tigers win. So we got dueling locks over mm. here. And like I said, I'll tell you this right when now. When the professor Mike. went against me, that's when I knew. Mike, if Mizzou wins this game, for every point they beat Kentucky on our next live show, I'm going to drink a beer for every point. <laughs> so if it's 14 points, it'll be 14 what beers if it's in an hour. That's 15. Yeah, it's not walking, it's drinking beer. I'm 50 beers? Oh, 50? Oh, yeah. no, they ain't going to do 50. <laughs> If they, I mean, if it's 50, it's going to be a long damn show, Mike. You know, we're going to have to drag this thing out. You wanted to do a 24-hour show once, so. All right, uh, one final game here, Shane. Texas A&M. Yeah. At Tennessee. Gary Danison's going to be there. Uh, Willie? Is it worth his time? (laughs) Tennessee, favored by three points at home. Mm -hmm. 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central, CBS the real CBS game of the week, over under 55 total points. Mm-hmm. And for anybody that missed it, Shane, Gary Danielson here on Thursday, no idea what the hell he was thinking. Mm. Last year covering the SEC, because it's switching to ABC, but he was asked about Neyland Stadium, and he said, hey, it's just about the same as every SEC stadium. They're all loud. There's no difference between 80,000 and 100,000 going on and on and on. Shane, I mean, Jimbo has got to be pissed at hell that Gary came out here. And, I mean, there's that's who it's really going to hurt is Texas A&M. Uh, and, you know, I have mentioned it. You know, everybody's mentioned it. Tennessee has won 13 home games in a row. A&M has lost seven true road games in a row. Jimbo has not beaten a ranked team on the road since 2016, Shane. Do you even know where he was He was coaching? In 2016? Uh-huh. Uh, Florida State. Florida State? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's not well, I'm, I'm like thinking like six years. No, yeah, it's Florida State. So, I mean, I say all that to say I, I, I don't – you know that doesn't automatically mean Tennessee is going to win or anything, but a lot of a lot of things are going against A and M in this yeah. matchup, and they're honoring Eric Berry, Checker Nealon. I mean, this is going to be an insane all, all crowd bringing it all out. Which that's usually when Tennessee shits the bed. Yeah. Who you got in the game? See, that's what that's what you do. You threw that little in there because <laughs> there's always that little devil on our shoulder reminding us that we could suck again. You know, and, right? And uh, we had two weeks to prepare for this one. Texas A&M had a tough fight, and I'm hearing it. Here's another fan base. The Aggies, they've are, they're done celebrating. They're having the parade. They've already scheduled the event. You know what I'm saying? They're going to yeah. come up here. They're going to beat Tennessee, and they're going to go home. That's that's the story. But is it? Again, you just said they've not won on the road in a year and a half. Tennessee hasn't lost in 14 games at home. You know, right. there's the thing is home field advantage, and and to say, Gary, thank you for pumping up these volunteer fans. To think that this is just any old stadium compared, it's not, Mike. I, have you ever been to a game when it's checkered? You may not care for that. 
It may be corny. I've, I've, I've seen them, them old papals. I can't stand it. But by God, when them things are rocking, yeah. that that stadium is unreal. It comes unglued, man. It's almost scary. You're like, is this whole thing going to fall apart? That's what it feels like. Mm. And that's important here, Mike, because that's something that this Aggie team has not yet seen. The, what? We're comparing it to Miami? You know? Miami Hurricanes? Right. You know, I mean, seriously, that's a joke because they had maybe 10,000 people in the stands. Yes. Does it get loud in College Station? Absolutely. But it's one thing if it's your fans, it's another if it's someone else, brother. This is going to be an absolute great game. And what's scary, though, is you remove the names and you look at roster A, roster B. Mm -hmm. I am telling you right now, Texas A&M has a better roster. But Tennessee Vols got a better coach. It's going to come down to one single player, the arm of my man Bazooka Joe. I doubted him. I've been I've been off the camp, out of the camp, back in the camp. I'm back in it. After South Carolina, I saw the spark that we needed to continue. We've had two weeks to prepare for this game. This defense is going to pin their ears back. They watched Alabama live in the backfield. Don't think Tennessee ain't going to do the same. Yeah, but it's going to come down to the damn wire. This is going to be the best game. And you can't have a best game without Morristown Honda being involved. <laughs> Give me Morristown Honda lock. Tennessee 31, A&M 30. <laughs> oh my god! Go balls! All that shit. One point. Yeah, I'm I got not you. confident at all. I got you. I mean, seriously, they're loaded. Texas A&M is loaded, and by gosh, if they played like the roster they have, they they could they should be undefeated right now, and they would remain undefeated. But they don't. They don't. They find ways to screw things up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is you know, it was funny, Ollie. He said, I'm selling my tickets now. I'm staying home. <laughs> she locked up. Sorry. I just want to get that one out there. But, yeah, this, this is a fascinating game, Shane. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been said to death, but I'll say it one more time. Number one rushing attack, mm-hmm. Tennessee. Number one rush defense, A&M. And I, I give that edge to A&M. I really do. But A&M can't stop the pass. But Tennessee can't pass. <laughs> it's weakness on weakness. I, you know, one thing that's that's really got me concerned about this game, A and M's weapons, and that's mm-hmm. a big reason why I went with Anaya Smith, yeah. Moose Muhammad, Evan Stewart. I don't think Tennessee. I'm trying to rack my brain. They've not faced a receiving core like this, Mm-mm. and probably the last time they did was South Carolina, and we all know what happened there. Yeah. No, that was last season. But I think that's a major advantage for A and M. But can Max Johnson get him the ball? Because Tennessee's going to be coming after his ass. Yeah. And there's going to be penalties, ball starts, holding. The crowd's going to be crazy. And I, you know, again, I, I don't like to call players out, but I think clearly we saw last weekend there's, there is a drop-off at, yeah. at A&M's quarterback position. Mm-hmm. And that there is across the board when you right. go to your backup. But Max Johnson, very capable. He's won many games on the road. So I'm not saying he can't win this game, but if they give him time, I think there's a real chance that he picks apart Tennessee's secondary. That's that's a major concern I have. I think A&M has got a massive advantage on the line of scrimmage. Even though Tennessee's got Cooper Mays back, they got Mincy back, looks good against South Carolina. Mm-hmm. I don't think South Carolina's very good. Of course, we both picked them to win, so <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm wrong. But uh, I don't know how impressed I am with that. I, I think the Aggies can... Maybe not to the degree that Florida did, but hell, I mean, I, th- I think the Aggies are better than Florida. Yeah. And Florida pushed them all around. Of course, that was a night game. 
in the swamp. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of Tennessee first and 15, second and 12, you know what I mean? Because of the penalties. Probably not going to have that in this one. But everything's telling me to go with Texas A&M, Shane. Yeah. We've seen it time and time again this season. Team with their backs against the wall. LSU last week against Mizzou. Mm-hmm. Bama versus Ole Miss. Um, you know, many, many other instances so far this season. Tennessee versus South Carolina. It's the team with their back against the wall gets the win. And you could say Tennessee's got their back against the wall, but I think A&M is the team that they cannot drop this game. Yeah. If they do, I think Jimbo's, he won't get fired because of it. Jimbo's never getting fired. But he'll get fired eventually because of it. Because it'll, hey, it'll be a down. He'll age out. <laughs> like Saban. <laughs> we'll be saying it for 10 years. If I'll finally catch up to him, they're going to be like, you know, that game in 2023, <laughs> yeah. Tennessee. That was an embarrassing loss. No, but I don't, I don't know. I just think the season goes in the tank if Texas A&M loses this game. So I think they're going to be motivated. Yeah. They're going to fight for their lives. Tennessee, Shane, I'm just, I'm not sold on them. I'm, I'm right there with you. And, and people get so mad at me. How can you have them 10th in the power rankings? Well, because they've been playing bad. Yeah. Compared to what we thought they'd be. I get it. Now, the defense has been really good. Yeah. Defense is going to keep them in this ball game, Shane. What are you doing? Are you? Wh- Honda Morristown. <laughs> Texas A&M, 23. Yeah. Tennessee. Sorry, man. 24 balls with it because of Jimbo Fisher. Debut to hell, Jimbo. You suck. You're going to suck this one up, too. Your team's going to be better, but you're going to screw up something somehow, and Tennessee's going to find a way. Honda Morristown, this bad boy. I think Tennessee gets the win with everything going their way. Damn. A&M loses another heartbreaker. And once again, we got to hear about, well, year seven. Year seven's going to be the year. for You oh, watch yeah. out. With the, Absolutely. These five stars are going to be juniors uh-huh. in 2024, Shane. Juniors. <laughs> Thinking about that. Year seven, that's a year for old Jimbo. And as they're saying in the comments, thank you. Thank you. Double cousin. Double cousin curse. So A&M is probably going to win balls. now. Yeah, sorry. I just I, I immediately just got deflated there. You know, I was hoping you'd go the opposite way, keep this thing interesting, but no, you had to go double curse this thing because I'm not gonna lie, Mike, there's still part of me that thinks this is gonna be a blowout and Tennessee's gonna be sad. You know, I because of you, I think about the weapons. It's just Yeah, let me ask you that, because I, I, I agree with you. If there's a blowout, I know Tennessee, I mean it's the same thing we've been saying. Like every fan base thinks they're going to win. Every fan base thinks they're going to blow the other one out. Mm-hmm. If there is a blowout in this ball game, are you more confident that A and M blows out Tennessee or Tennessee blows out A and M? No, I think that it's either an A and M blowout or right. a Tennessee close win. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm right there That's with you. Kind of where we're at here. So if we can keep it close, I like Tennessee. Just because it's going to come down to coaching, and I just think, like I said, I think Tennessee has better coaching right now. And then if it's a blowout, then then crown them. A and M's back, so right they they need it. Like you said, backs against the wall, and they I'm not going to say control their destiny, but you know they still can make things very very interesting over in the West. We, that's what we talked about the West just being total chaos. Well, chaos is coming to Knoxville and beating the shit out of the Volunteers. So yeah, I, me and you both have zero confidence in this game, which means we're going to have us a hell of a game Saturday. Yeah, and real quick, Shane. 
if the games go the way you just predicted, mm-hmm. can you predict maybe what's what's maybe the biggest talking point in the SEC on Sunday? Is it you know Jimbo don't wasted a golden opportunity once again? Mm-hmm. Is it God Billy Ball? We just we didn't get enough naps in or, or yeah. something. Is it uh, you know Pittman's got to go? Is it uh, Georgia? Well, I mean, I don't. I, if Georgia wins by two hundred, I don't think people uh, yeah. are going to be talking about them. Is it going to be LSU on a heater? Is it Missouri Kentucky? What do you think is the biggest talking point come Sunday if the games play out the way you predicted? Well, just how smart and intelligent cousin Shane now looks, <laughs> and clearly it's helped. That's number one. But number two, I'm torn between Jimbo winning the big one on the road again, because that's the stat that's floating around is it's not been done in a year and a half. And that's one that you want to squash it and sooner than later. But I think Billy is the interesting one here going to Columbia because I predicted a 10 point, not a close game. Right. I, predict, I predicted a little bit of a blowout here and to do that, go up to South Carolina. I think some fans are going to be really upset and media loves upset fans. You know what I think it'll be Shane. We should put the hotline number out. I think it'll be he's fired. Jeez, golly, You're he's fired. here for one day. I think it's uh, I think it's going to be Kentucky fans, yeah, saying what the hell are we doing here? We're paying this guy top twelve money in the country, yeah. getting his ass whooped by Georgia. Can't beat Dork. They, they love everybody loves calling him Dorkowitz. I think uh, I, I think Kentucky's going to be the story. Kentucky was a fraud. Kentucky's a joke, but. Yeah. You locked up Kentucky, so that yeah. won't be your story. But I'm saying if Mizzou goes in there, because I think Mizzou's a really good team. I could be dead wrong, but I, th- I think that's the biggest story. Really? If Kentucky loses at home, at oh, night, yeah. against Missouri, drop to Tennessee. They still got Tennessee. Yeah. They still got Bama. I mean, they they could go on a real downward slide. I, I think there'll be questions. Well, let me ask you. After his NIL comments, I think especially. You know, like the he put a target on his back unnecessarily. Well, I see. I didn't lock that. I I locked Kentucky winning. So if, I know if that's my, what I'm saying. My yeah. that's my storyline. Oh, I got you. I got you. you see well, what I'm saying? Me, let me ask you a different though. If it does happen the other way, mm-hmm. you know, Drinkwitz goes up, gets beat. You know, two weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. A lot of people. I mean, Mizzou was. I mean, we were high. We were high on cloud nine there for a minute, and then all of a sudden we got back to back losses, and questionable losses. If especially if this is a close game, and then maybe coaching you know, causes us to get a loss here. Would would you would you think you'd change your headlines at all? Well yeah, because I mean Kentucky's favorite at home at night. Yeah. In a big game. Yeah. So my story is Mizzou beating them okay. like, what the hell are we doing? So yeah, if Kentucky wins, the the storyline it would obviously be something different. It'd be, you know, we are the we are that team to, to challenge Georgia. Yeah. But that's kind of hard to say when you just yeah. got smoked by him. You know what I mean? Is it Dorquist because he wears glasses? That, I don't know why they call it. I, I don't. I don't know. When did this become a thing? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, we had one final comment. I, yeah. I loved. I, I think I lost it, Shane. But it was. But they said the curse of Jimbo mm-hmm. is always stronger than the double cousin curse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I like that. That's good. That's good. That's real good. All right, brother. Uh, anything else before we hop off the line? No, uh, again, appreciate everybody jumping on, having some fun with us, drinking some cold beers. Uh, look forward to another wild Saturday. Yep. Uh, apologize, Big Blue Nation, if you feel like this was a gut punch. But, again, you're not used to smart chain, so you will enjoy <laughs> it. Mizzou fans, I apologize. But, man, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be really, really – and, and 
I'm not calling a separation because I've said that three weeks in a row, but I do think that it's going to be uh, they are who we thought they are. Kind of, kind of. Either they're going to be really good, or we're going to say, "Wait, this team is not that good." You right. Know? So it's going to be a rough, rough go. And I probably should have said this earlier in the show, Shane. When, when, when we have an announcement, we should probably yeah. do it at the beginning. Makes sense. I screwed that up. My bad. But uh, I'll be on Fine Bomb, six thirty Eastern, five thirty Central, Friday. On Tennessee's campus, Ayers Hall, for to preview A&M Tennessee and some yeah. other topics for sure. So anybody want to come out, come say hello. We, we got a couple pod yeah. fans of the show, so they're going to come out. So uh, come hang out and, uh, you know, 630 Eastern, 530 Central. I'd love to say hello to, to any supporters of the show. Just a cool opportunity. I don't get a lot of opportunities yeah. to, meet, to meet the people fans and everything so well there's like 30 40 people there i mean you'll be on camera you ever, you ever want to be on sec network well now's your chance just get behind mike you know <laughs> you've done that before but uh yeah that's all i got i appreciate you buddy i appreciate everybody for tuning in especially those on the live show we'll catch you on the next one enjoy the games this weekend <laughs> see you guys go balls hey buddy This beer's for you, Mike, and Cousin Shane. That SEC podcast loves the Pirate, and the Pirate loves that SEC podcast. Hail State.